said, okay, Lord, that's great. What does that mean? He said, well, your first step on your peace journey, so you have to be justified, justified by faith. Well, how do I do that? So the very moment you decide to let him come into your tiny little heart, clean out all the gunk, and let him live and reside inside of you, yes. that very moment you were given this wonderful gift. That's right. So you got peace, you got grace, you got a sense of hope, and you were made righteous. So at this very moment, you literally were erased and deleted and built up again as a new person. So all the old stuff was thrown out, and you are now version 2.0. At that moment, he put on his peace on top of you, his glory, his hope, his righteousness, like a nice warm blanket, like a jacket that you wear when you're cold. It's with you, and he comforts you, and it's around you all of the time. So, so if that's the case, Lord, then how come my journey isn't peaceful? How come? How come? So, well, we'll get into that. I'm getting a little, a little ahead of myself. I said, okay. So, said, Lord, I, I like that. But I like what the Message Bible says here. So let's look at this real fast. Now, the Message Bible says, by entering through faith into what God has always wanted to do for us. He's always wanted to do this. So now you've given him the opportunity. Set us right with him. Make us fit for him. We have it all together with God because of our master, Jesus. And that's not all. We throw open our doors to God and discover at the same moment that he has already thrown open his door to us. We find ourselves standing where we always hoped we might stand, out in the wide open spaces of God's grace and glory, standing tall and shouting our praise. There's more to come. We continue to shout our praise even when we are hemmed in with trouble because we know how troubles can develop passionate patience in us and how that patience in turn forges the tempered steel of virtue, keeping us alert for whatever God will do next. Keeping you alert for whatever God is going to do next for you. Now here's the verse that I like. In alert expectancy, such as this, we were never left feeling shortchanged. Never left feeling shortchanged. Quite the contrary. We can't round up enough containers to hold everything God generously pours into our lives through the Holy Spirit. Verse 6 says Christ arrives right on time to make this happen. He said he gets there right on time to make this happen. He said, you are now in the place where you always wanted to be, standing in God's expanse space, surrounded by his glory, his virtue, his peace, and an expanse space. Now, the graphic that media had up there before on the title shows you space. Now, here's an interesting fact about space. It never ends. You cannot exhaust space. It goes on forever. And we serve a God that created that expanse space. So when it talks about experiencing all of God's glory and standing in his peace 
and experiencing all that God has for you, I imagine standing in the middle of space and seeing all that God has. So Lord, this is for me. My journey starts right here. And my journey should be to experience all of this, every single thing. Said, so, but as believers, we don't experience this in our lives. Because you know what? Some of us in this room, I'll talk about me, may have even woken up this morning with a worry on their mind, with a care just kind of needling in the back of your head, driving into church. Man, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? See, and that's fret, that's fear, that's not peace. And he wants you to rest in him. Yes. He wants you to experience all of his grace and his glory in that expanse space. Right. So, but Lord, how do I do that? So, let me show you. All right. So, I want your journey to be peaceful, to be calm. And as a believer, the reason why you can have that peace and that calm is because we serve the Most High God. Yes. And oftentimes, when we get out of that place of having his peace around us, we start to focus in on that problem yeah. and not the solution. That's right. And the solution is always, God loves me. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm always one to try to follow certain steps and certain rules because I'm ruled by lists. You ask my wife, my house, I have lists for everything. I go, oh, we're going to cook something, here's a list. We're going to go shopping, here's a list. This is what I'm going to do today, here's a list. So, but you know what, there is no list for this. There's no list. All it's going to be is know that God loves you. And because a God loves you, his peace should always be with you. Because there's not a single situation, circumstance, event, person, issue that should come to you and take you out of that vast expanse of God's grace, his goodness, and his glory. Never. Because God loves you. People don't experience God's peace in their lives because they don't understand the depths of God's love. The Bible talks about experience his love. It's breath, it's width, it's depth. Said, so do that. So Dave, you keep focusing on what you can do yourself. Said, so, but I didn't ask you to do that. Said, so I asked you to be justified by faith. All I asked you to do was come into the door. Come through the door into this space and experience all that I have and let me handle the rest. He didn't say write a list down. He didn't say try to figure it out. He said, my peace, my grace, my glory is inexhaustible. Yes. I've placed you in a, in a place that there is no limit. No what are you going to do with that? Yeah. So, Lord, okay. Like, I like that. I like that. I like the fact that he said that we should be alert and expect that God is going to do something great. Right. Something great in our lives. When you continue to read through Romans 5, when you get down to verse 9 in the Amplified, it talks about that he wants to save you from his own wrath. He said, I created you because I want you to experience all that I have, all that I am, and I want you to be saved from my own wrath. He's like, I'm giving you a get-out-of-jail-free card. He said, I want you to experience a life of peace. Yes, there will be bumps and bruises and roadblocks. You talked about it right there, about turbulence. He said, but the thing what you do with a roadblock is you sidestep it. You step over it. Or you wait for the creator to obliterate it, and then you walk on through. And so many times, it's like, Lord, I'm going to 
ask for your peace. I, I need your guidance. And he's like, just wait on me and do what I ask. Saying, right. if you wait, you'll get that peace. I used to worry about everything. Had a budget for everything. And it got to the point where my budgeting was ineffective. And I said, you know what? You, my friend, are going to have to trust me and what I can do for you. And it was at that moment when I decided to let it all go that his peace was there, and that's when prosperity showed up. Now, we'll talk about, we'll talk about a verse here that talks about having prosperity in surplus. Wow. Now, I like the idea yes, of surplus prosperity. Yes, that's but we have to get to a point before we can receive that surplus of prosperity. We have to, we have to understand what it's going to take for us to do that. So then oftentimes what happens is that we don't understand that cool runnings, that your peace be the journey, is what God intended for you to do. And what happens is much like everything else in your life, you see something that comes up and it's, it scares you, it shakes you, and you're in this Vansic space, and you're like, you know what, Lord, I got this. I'm going to take care of it. And what you do, you literally take off his peace and lay it down. And you walk out of that place that he has placed you to here where I am now desolate and I'm fearful and I'm afraid and I'm a loser here. When he called you and made you to be a winner, surrounded and enveloped with his peace and his glory and his goodness, right here. We have a term in our job, uh, it's called self-select. We don't fire people, they self-select out. They self-select to leave. Like, I'm not gonna fire you, but you will select to be gone. And oftentimes in the lives of believers, you are self-selecting out of your plan of peace, your plan of grace, your plan of mercy. You are letting your righteousness go to waste. Because, why? Because I'm afraid to trust God. Or I don't know exactly how much he loves me. As if sending his son down here to die for you when you hated him wasn't enough. So I'm going to give you eternal life. And I'm going to bless you while you're down here on earth. But that's not enough. That's not enough. It's like, all right. Okay. Said, so Dave, so which one are you going to be? Are you going to let me put you in that place where I desire you to be? Or it says it's been God's intention all along. This is where he wanted you to do, wanted you to be, wanted you to go. Said, will you do that? I'm like, Lord, sure. Yes, yes, I will do that. Yes, I will do that. Let's go to Deuteronomy 28. Now, everybody knows Deuteronomy 28. They love it. Because Deuteronomy 28 talks about some really good things. And in my Bible, it talks about the blessing of the obedient. And it's outlining for you what God wants to do for you while you're on your peace journey. I said, okay, Lord, I'm good with that. So I'm going to read Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 through 14. And I'm going to read this in the Amplified Bible. It says, if you will listen diligently to the voice of the Lord your God, being watchful to do all of his commandments which I command you this day, 
The Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. That sounds pretty agreeable, right? Yeah. You would agree that that sounds like a good place to be. Yeah. High above, right? Okay, all right, so I'm, 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 on, I'm on board with you, Lord. I know you said listen diligently, but we'll talk about that later on. Just tell me more about putting me up high. I like, to be, I like to be high, so make me high. How do I do that? Let's go. And all these blessings shall come upon you. I like blessings coming upon me and overtaking me if you heed the voice of the Lord your God. Yes. Not so much about the heeding part and the listening diligently, but Lord, give me all your overtaking blessing. And this is a conversation that many believers have. I mean, I've had this conversation like, Lord, I don't want to do all that. Just, just give me all that you have. Right. I don't want to do all that you want me to do. <laughs> blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the field. Mm. Okay, I'm down with that. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body. Huh. All right, I, I, I can handle that. And the fruit of your ground, and the fruit of your beast, the increase of your cow, and the young of your flock. Blessed shall your basket and your kneading trough. Okay. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. And the Lord shall cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before your face. I like that. Yes. I like that. They shall come against you one way, and we all know this, flee before you seven ways. We know that. We know this. We like the fleeing of the seven ways. That is great. We like being blessed in the city, blessed in the country. We like all of that. We like all of that part. Yeah. said, and this is what happens when you come into this Vansic space. You, you can receive all of this. Yeah. My peace. This is what my peace is. Yeah. Being blessed everywhere. All right. This is what my peace is. This is what my glory is. Making sure that your way is straight all the time. Yeah. This is what my plan is for you. And the Lord shall command the blessing upon you in your storehouse and in all that you undertake. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you. The Lord will establish you as a people holy to himself, as he has sworn to you if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. And all the people of the earth shall see that you are called by the name and in the presence of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. Verse 11. And the Lord shall make you have a surplus of prosperity through the fruit of your body, of your livestock, of your ground, in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers to give to you. And the Lord shall open to you his good treasury, the heavens to give the rain of your land in its season, and to bless all the work of your hands. It's almost like I've heard that before. And you shall lend to many nations, and you shall not borrow. And the Lord shall make you the head and not the tail. You'll be above only, and shall never be beneath. If you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day, and are what? Watchful to do them. Watchful to do them. So he wants you to listen, to heed, to be watchful, to be obedient. And guess what? That's terrible. I don't want to do that, Lord. I don't want to be obedient to you. I, I just want all the toys. I don't want to follow the rules. I don't want to do what's required of me. I just want you to do your part because I'm special. And guess what? You're not. And you shall not turn aside from any of the words which I command you this day, to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. And this is where the rubber meets the road. So do you do all this? 
14 verses of blessing that he wants to give to you as part of his peace plan. He said, you're cool, runnins. We'll be good, brother. If you do all of these, if you listen to what I have to say to you, if you heed my word, if you seek after me, if you do all of these things, I will bless you greatly. But right here, don't stray from the plan. Left or right, up or down, just follow what I'm telling you. See, because if you do this and you go after other gods, or if you go after other sources like, say, your job, or your own education, or your own skill, or just your own everything, and leave God behind, there are 54 verses of what will happen to you as a result of not being a part of God's plan. Now, some of those things talk about having seed, but not being able to reap from the seed that you sow. Now, I'm almost certain that's happened to somebody other than myself in this building that's right here. Right. That's right. Where it seems like everyone is conspiring against you. Yeah. Like, Lord, I can't get a break. What is wrong with me? Mm. Well, I laid out a plan of prosperity for your life. <laughs> a, plan, a plan of peace. Yes. I have a roadmap for your journey to be smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. And you walked away willingly because you decided that you could do it better. Better than God, who created space. That is still being created at this moment. We serve a God that created something that is still expanding. Now, we can debate how old the earth is, and that's a long time, and that's a long way to go. And this is what he wants to do for you in your life. He said, if you open the door to me and you willingly let me come in, and now you let me take you to the place where I want you to go, I will expand your life the same way. Now, who's living that expansive life? Not there yet. Not there yet. And most believers make the mistake of thinking that they have arrived. Now, we'll talk about it in Romans, when it talks about don't think too highly of yourself, then you ought to. He said, don't think that you've made it, buddy. See, because I was that guy. I'm like, Lord, you blessed me. All right, yes. You know what? Great. There's my peace. And I'm going to do my own thing. And got complacent and got lazy and got fatter thinking that, hey, you know what? I did this all on my own. You know what happens? All that blessing that you thought you had, eh, it was enough to carry it through a certain point. Yeah. I said, but you still have more miles to go on your journey, buddy. You better go back and pick that up. That's right. You better put that back piece on. back on because true. without my piece, you're a terrible person. Yeah. Without my piece, you are destined to fail. Understand that Deuteronomy 28 talks about you having an empowerment to fail. Yeah. If you do not heed the voice of the Lord your God. Think about that. A plan to actively watch you destroy your own self. Because we self-selected out of God's peace plan. So, Lord, you know what? I got tired of following the rules. Uh -uh. I don't want to do it anymore. It's fine. Step into this line over here. This is where all the dummies stand. (laughs) And dum-dums over here 
get pummeled, get pummeled by the enemy because their peace and their protection they left over there. When he wants you here. Now, as a believer, you clearly have a choice. What will you do? So, Lord, you know what? I want to receive all that you have. I want to receive all that you have because it's vital for me. It is vital for me. So, Lord, I want to receive that surplus of prosperity in your life. And the thing about this that most folks don't understand is that verse 8 and verse 9 are the most, they're the linchpin to this entire process. It says, he will bless you in the land that he gave to you. Not the land that you sought out on your own or that you created with your own two hands. Your surplus of prosperity only arrives when you go to the place that he is destined for you to be. So it doesn't matter how many fancy cars you have or how large your house is because you have some degrees on your wall. All those things are great, and I am not knocking any of that because you know what? It is for us. So, but if God didn't direct you to get there, how long do you think you're going to have it? When you are actively running from an empowerment to fail that's nipping at your heels all the time. So, Lord, maybe, just maybe, just maybe I missed the mark a little bit. Maybe, just maybe, I didn't follow you the way you said. When you said left, I went right. When you said stop, I went. Maybe I wasn't listening to you completely. So, but Lord, you know what I said? I can't afford to do that because I need you in my life. I need you in my life. I need your peace. I need your grace. I need your glory. I need your hand of righteousness and blessing upon me because without it, I am nothing. Without this actively working in your life, and we talked about it, without being justified, without having an open relationship with God, and without the Holy Spirit actively working in your life to keep you on the straight and narrow, you are destined for doom. And there are millions of believers that are willingly walking into the doom factory because we won't do what he's asking us to do. He said, my plan for you is a peaceful journey. My plan for you is to experience this vast space that I've created for you. So start filling it up. That's my plan for you. So, but we decide we want to hold back or not give them all or do our own thing because it feels better? No. Now, here, I'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about me and I got three minutes and I'll let you go. Now, my desire is to shed some tonnage, right? I've been talking about this for a long time. I've been talking about this for a long time. I mean, you all know. We've been, we've been having this conversation for a long time. Now, there are there's supplements, vitamins, juices, extracts, all sorts of things. Yeah, all, all sorts of things, right, that are available to you, available to me. But if, you know, and, and bought the store out, but if they sit on my shelf and we don't use them, how's it going to help you? So now you have all of this knowledge sitting in your lap right now, and you know exactly what God wants to do for you. So, but if you don't open it up and actually start to apprehend him and apply your righteousness on a daily basis, it will be a great placeholder, and it'll just be a book of wonderful stories for you because you're not letting it grow out of you. So now I know what I need to do. I said, 
Don't eat so much. Push back from the table. Eat some more veggies. Get off your couch. Stop watching TV. Get outside and run around. These are all things that you know you should do. And knowing them and doing them are two totally different things. So, so now you know that God wants you to have peace. You know that God wants you to be blessed. You know that God wants you to be healed. You know that God wants you to be the head and not the tail, above only and never again beneath. You know this. But we are not doing it yet. And this has to be something that's done consistently so that we can receive all, not just some, but we can receive all that God has. Now think about, like we talked about before, how big space is. And all that God has for you is in that space and is continuing to grow. And we have not even scratched the surface of what God has for you. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Say, well, you know, it's that if you start to listen to what I'm telling you, if you start to do these things, I guarantee you that peace be the journey will be what you're supposed to have in your life. I got a minute and some odd seconds. I got 60 seconds left. What I want you to do when you get a minute is read Romans chapter 12, verse 1 through 21 in the Message Bible. If I had time, I'd read all to you, and we'll probably start with this next week. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 through 21 in the Message Bible. And it talks about you applying your righteousness. So that the moment that you decide to apply your righteousness and understand how much God loves you, one of two things happens. One, you gird yourself up because you're practicing everything that God has for you and what he says about you. And two, it puts the devil on notice that he can't trick you anymore. The reason why so many believers don't have peace in their lives is because the devil has fooled them into thinking that God's peace is something that you have to wait for that is not for you and is never coming. When the very moment that you said, God, enter into my house, come in here and clean me up, it arrived instantly. And it's up to you to cling on to that and never, ever let it go. Thank you for listening to today's message. Visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events.